Hello, and welcome to the News Desk Podcast. My name is Luke Taylor. I'm the multimedia editor at the Daily Eastern News. And today I have three different guests. I have Editor-in-Chief Corinne Brock, News Editor Madeline Kidd, and Photo Editor Rob, Assistant Photo Editor, sorry, Rob LeCates. Each of them did ride-alongs to cover unofficial this past weekend. Rob and Corinne went with the police department, and Madeline went with the Charleston Fire Department to observe how those people handle a day with such big parties, as well as other unrelated calls. I spoke to each of them individually, because I think that is just a little bit easier than trying to have all of them in the studio with me. And so here are each of those interviews. I'm here with Corinne Brock. Hi, Corinne. Hi, Luke. How are you? I'm good. That's good. How are you? How was your weekend? It was interesting. You want to you wanna tell me about your weekend? I will absolutely tell you about my weekend. So uh, I, along with Rob LaCates, our assistant photo editor, and Madeline Kidd, our news editor, went on ride-alongs with the Charleston Police Department and Charleston Fire Department uh, to cover unofficial, kind of through their lens, what they experience. Obviously, Eastern is not that big of a party school, so unofficial is a little bit different than what they're used to on the weekend. Um, so we just wanted to kind of see what it was like for them doing their jobs. Um, so we had a pretty good time. I was there from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. with Lieutenant Compton and Officer Seferman. I've already been with Seferman. Shout out to my BFF, Brian. <laughs> um, so it was a good time, I think. We got to learn a lot from their perspective. And I think the big thing that we've really took took away from it is we didn't realize like how much else was going on in town on top of unofficial mm-hmm. which is like so much that they've just got to like be driving around constantly i was trying to get lunch with lieutenant compton and we kept on getting distracted <laughs> and we had to eat cold me casa to casa that's it was wow. bogus it was so bogus i can't believe they put you through that right how far ahead did you plan doing the ride-alongs um i think i started talking to people like two months in advance honestly two months sounds like no that would be right about it um so probably a month and a half to two months were they kind of aware of the parties and when they'd be before you talk to them yeah i mean unofficial happens every year so they they knew when generally it was going to be they know when spring break is so Mm -hmm. you know one plus one equals two kind of sorted it out on their own so obviously covering news is a little bit different just like walking up and doing stuff versus kind of having to sit in the cop car and Mm -hmm. watch how did that, did that make it more challenging to write a story or did it just change things? Like, t- talk to me about that. Um, it, it definitely would have been different if we were on the ground covering it. Um, I've covered, I covered the first two unofficials um, from whenever I was here my freshman and sophomore year. Um, and I was in the crowd taking photos, mm-hmm. interviewing people at random, just like, hey, you can tell me how unofficial is going. Right. Um, so... It was a lot different, and obviously from last year's unofficial, there was a little bit of hostility, so um, I don't think that it would have been the best idea for me to get out of the car anyways, Um, so our interviews were with the police that we were with, Um, and then Madeline talked with the fire department, which is who she rode along with, so um, it was different in that aspect. I don't know if it was more difficult. I think it was just different than what we're used to doing. Okay, so you mentioned hostility a little bit. And I know that has kind of carried over to this year. Do you want to tell me tell me how 
how that has manifested maybe um so for the past like month or so there's been messages or i guess posts on an anonymous app called yik yak which was intended for high schoolers i, I would hate that we have to talk about it in yeah. a news context yeah it's evil it's evil very very cursed um so um basically some people were putting posts up there saying feisty corinne it's on site I'm not a fighter. I can't do that. Not my thing. I wear heels most days. So That's true. I think it doesn't make for a good fighter. I think I you'd get kind of taken off guard. Yeah. If came for you. I think I could have taken somebody at unofficial just because like they're drunk. But yeah. in any other context, I don't, I'm not a fighter. To, they had to contain you in the cop car. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Well, obviously. I do uh, control the Charleston Police Department apparently. Um, so we just had like a lot of posts leading up to it that were like, Corinne's the worst, which the ones that were just like me you know it was like okay whatever right, right. ones that were threats were like oh okay we don't need to be saying that we're gonna jump corinne that's not very nice it'd be a bit excessive yeah the party was not that good it was not worth it yeah i also i don't know if this is like breaking news for a lot of people on campus i there, there are other employees of the daily Star news maybe supposedly supposedly allegedly i've heard there are maybe some other people that some, work for the Some paper. allege that there are yeah. employees other yeah. than Corinne Brock at the Daily yeah. Eastern News. I mean, on my payroll, I have everybody at the Daily Eastern News and the Charleston Police Department. Right. Um, so, got a little bit of a mix up there. Yeah, it's, it's, a pretty, it's pretty hard to understand. Yeah, it's but a complex situation. Corinne, well... Corinne doesn't just make up fake names and put them on all the stories. Yeah. That would be kind of fun, though, if you did. I think it would be. I was just making up That reporters. seems like a legal issue, but I like the idea. Yeah. Anyway, is there anything fun. else you want to tell us about Unofficial and covering it and how everything went? Um, it was pretty, pretty fun. I enjoyed reading uh, the screenshots I was getting from Yik Yak <laughs> about uh, me shutting down the third party. I would like to dispel a rumor, though, if I can. Um, I did not shut down the, the last party, unfortunately. I think that would be significantly funnier if I could just, like, tell the police what to do. Um, but I also wasn't laughing because the party was getting shut down. I was on TikTok. I couldn't do anything at that point. Like, they were taking forever shutting everything down. So I was like, I might as well watch some TikToks. Right. I'm out here, so I know some people said they saw me laughing. I promise it wasn't because the party was getting shut down. <laughs> um, I was just really into TikTok, <laughs> so yeah. you know. Well, that's that is hot tea, hot gossip, right it there. Is, from it is. Corinne. Yeah, uh, hot take. So. I was not laughing at the party getting shut down. Um, my for you page was just really good on Saturday. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming in and telling me all about your weekend, Corinne. Yeah, thanks for having me. I like coming on. So I am here with Rob LeCates, our assistant photo editor. That's me. Hi, Rob. Hello. So I was just talking to Corinne a minute ago about uh, this weekend and unofficial and covering oh. unofficial. Big crazy weekend. Yeah. A lot of fun. We've been talking about it a lot this week. Oh. So you also rode along with a police officer, right? Yes, I rode along with two. I rode with Officer Jacob Evans, and then for the second shift, I rode with um, Dan Hale. How long were you were you out? Um, so Corinne and I started our ride-alongs around 10, um, and then we stopped around 6.30 or so to eat dinner and charge our phones and stuff, mm -hmm. and then we went, we went back to the station around 8, and then... 
I stayed till around 2.30, and I think Corinne stayed a little longer than that. Yeah, she said three she or so. more like three. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, we stayed a pretty decent chunk of time. Yeah. Was this your first time doing any kind of ride-along or anything like that? Yes, it was my first time. I was very... <laughs> I was a little afraid. Yeah. I'll, I'll be quite honest. I was a little afraid. One, because I've never been in a cop car for both good or bad reasons, <laughs> so... Uh, it was a little intimidating at first, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. That's cool. And this was also your first year. I mean, you're well, you're a sophomore, but this is your first year at Eastern. How? What? What are your hot takes on unofficial? What do you think about that? Okay, so I have heard very, very negative things about unofficial from uh, people who work in the newspaper. We did. We had a bad experience last year. Couldn't I talked about that too? Yeah, and I've also heard. Um, several years ago there were shopping carts going off the roof Mm -hmm. um so obviously just from what i've heard it does not seem like a breeding ground of good ideas (laughs) uh people maybe they're just really having a lot of fun and they're just not thinking i think it's kind of dumb i've never seen the appeal of partying at that scale i was gonna say rob's definitely not a big party uh, i'm actually a big party goer oh I, yeah he gets yeah you, every you, weekend he goes you see crazy. me at, you can see me at marty's every single week <laughs> <laughs> no i i don't i don't see the appeal on partying so what did at, you what uh, did you think kind of just from observing when any did it um, change your opinion any no it reinforced it okay people are really dumb um I had gone a few times and gotten pictures. I got multiple pictures of people flipping me off. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was flipping me off or flipping the police off. Um, my big head and ego wants to tell me that, oh, yeah, I'm a big deal. They're flipping <laughs> me off. But I, I don't know. I know we the news has not had a good track record as far as uh, unofficial goes. So yeah. it might just be because it's me and I'm associated <laughs> with the news. Yeah, it also, it could just be that they see a camera and they take it yeah. the wrong way. You also, I mean, you said you had some people that were, like, posing for photos and stuff. Yeah, okay. They were doing really dumb, weird poses from, like, 2005, 2008, <laughs> like, where they, they'd crouch down and they'd stick their, their hands out and they're like, Wah! Yeah. And they're like, camera guy, take a picture of me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And they're, they're saying it with slurred words and, ugh. <laughs> they're, they're having a good time. I yeah. can't fault them for that. They're they're having the time of their lives. <laughs> well, I mean, you got some good photos out of it. I think I will. I'll put a link to to one of his photo galleries in the little podcast description. So yeah, so I, can I, look had at a, it. I had a fun time photographing it. Um, I I definitely it was definitely hard to do so because uh, I was left in the in the cop car a few times. Mm-hmm. I only I only had like two or three times to actually get out of the car and photograph unofficial. Um, otherwise, every single photo I took was in the in the car, which was not fun because there was a glare on the the windows and uh, windshield. So. I'd have to I'd have to scroll back to it. At some point, Rob texted me and said that he there was a little gap in the window, like he was a dog being left in a hot yeah, car. Yeah, no, I, I posted <laughs> on my Snapchat story because the first call we responded to it wasn't unofficial related, but it was a it was a call that took around forty five minutes or so. Oh man! Um, and he was like. Okay, I'm gonna have you sit in the car for this one. Uh, we've had some stuff with her uh, prior to this, so it's just best if you stay in here. I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right. Um, and so he's like, here, I'll roll the window down just for you, for you <laughs> a little bit, uh, like maybe like three inches, <laughs> four inches, not even. Um, and he's like, I'll let you 
you you can you can sit in here and i'm sitting there like am i a dog or something <laughs> are you rolling the window down for me and one of my friends texted me like you're the canine unit and i was like oh yeah okay i guess that makes sense so okay, I'll, I'll start barking that's interesting because it does make a lot of sense like you know you want to be safe and just, yeah okay stay in the car but it does leave you in a bit of a a bit of a situation <laughs> i was a little toasty <laughs> and then after he got back he's like oh yeah you can you can roll the window down and i was like oh yeah. okay i didn't i figured it was locked so that that's kind of on me too. <laughs> I think this year, like the last couple of years, has definitely been affected by like COVID and stuff. We've had much smaller events on campus than the past. Was this your first time covering like something where there were so many people? Um, I know you did journalism in high school too. Yeah, in high school, my graduating class had maybe fifty or so, and the entire school had three hundred, maybe five hundred, because it was mm-hmm. attached to a middle school. Um, we never had events like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking maybe the only event that maybe had 200 people at it, it was a pep rally, and that was in such a closed, confined space that really it didn't equate to this. pretty organized. Yeah, it was organized chaos where this was just chaos, chaos. Right. Um, I mean, this year I've I've covered events like Pantapalooza. Not this year, last year. Um, Pantapalooza, I did... Oh, God, what did I do? Rob has covered a lot of things. I've done a this lot year. of things. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to keep my ducks in line. Um Pantherpalooza might be the only other thing that yeah, pushed that this number of people. Yeah, that many people. Yeah. Yeah, Pantherpalooza would probably the, be the one that probably has the same amount of people or close to it. Yeah. <laughs> um people weren't flipping me off and telling me that I'm a Can I swear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. <could, laughs> okay, yeah, you that, go for telling it. me that I'm that I'm a fucking joke or the papers a fucking joke. So, I mean, yeah. It's definitely a different atmosphere. Is that something that you've noticed at any other thing you've covered? No. Um, people apparently, I mean, I, I had mentioned earlier, like, I've heard stories and stuff from how the paper covered unofficial in the past, and uh, people have not had a very positive view of the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have a negative view, more that I'm noticing. Because um, whenever I was looking for colleges, I came... Uh, and talked to Corinne, the editor-in-chief, because she went to my high school. Uh, and I was like, hey, I'm looking f- forward to doing this. Um, help. <laughs> and she was like, yep. Um, so here is basically what the journalism program is here. Um, I'll tell you all the strengths for this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. That sounds really cool. Nowhere in that did I, I understand that there were um, people who were going to hate the news. And uh, obviously me talking to her ahead of time mm-hmm. before Unofficial happened last year. But that it is what it is right is that has that carried over anything like do people remember you from that have you had any like people being weird around campus at all um not that i've noticed yet there was someone who was on our cover uh who repo who he messaged the instagram account he's like hey can i have this picture i'm like sure yeah <laughs> um, i didn't get photo cred for that which is a little <laughs> annoying um otherwise i've had i had a few people in my dorm hall they were like hey i saw the, the newspaper you did a good job with the photos oh, and i was okay. like oh thank you some more like a little bit more like normal yeah feedback. which i don't know if they've been uh because they're all freshmen or transfer students who haven't been here mm-hmm. been at eastern uh, prior to this year so i guess maybe they don't have that prior experience with the den where everyone hates it <laughs> yeah Interesting. Well, thank you for coming in and telling me about your experiences. Yes, no problem. And maybe you'll have to come back and talk about other stuff on here. Yeah, I'd love to. Now I am here with Madeline Kidd, our news editor. Hi, Madeline. 
Hi, Luke. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. So, how how was your weekend last weekend? I had the time of my life. I was with the Charleston Fire Department, mm-hmm. Fire Station Number 2, which is by the McDonald's. And I had the time of my life with them. You're the first person who's saying that not sarcastically out of out of the three of you. <laughs> they they treated me very well. Uh, high expectations, high expectations for men. Here mm-hmm. on out, uh, we had a movie night and they grilled me dinner. That's they, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, they they made me cheese bacon burgers, like with the cheese and bacon in the burger. Oh, on a grill and then tater tots. That's pretty fancy. Yeah, and then we had movie night <laughs> because there were no other unofficial calls because we weren't aware that unofficial got shut down. So Oh, you were just hanging out. We were just hanging out, and I was like, this is kind of odd that there's no more calls, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this and you aren't aware, the third party for unofficial kind of got, it, it wasn't like fully disrupted, but it kind of got shut down. And then in the evening, people tend to have smaller house parties, so there you know, just isn't as much happening for the yeah. fire department. So how how long were you at the fire station? I got there at 10 a.m. and they have it set up so ride-alongs leave at 10 p.m. So I was there for 12 hours with the with these guys. And uh, Charleston Fire Department does tw- 24-hour shifts. So it was the same four guys I was with the whole time. Oh, okay. You talked a little bit about how they hadn't had a reporter ride-along before. What what were some what were some things that were weird because of that? Uh, yeah, typically they have medical students or EMTs in training do ride-alongs with those. So I know in the beginning they were kind of like, we're not really sure how exactly the process is gonna go because you don't have like medical training because typically they would have uh, those ride-alongs help with if the call allows it, mm-hmm. uh, either take blood pressure, um, pulse. Uh, even chest compressions, because they should have that training by the time they're doing ride-alongs. And he even, one of the firefighters even asked if I had any medical training, mm-hmm. because if the situation allowed it, I could right. uh, do it. And I was like, absolutely not, sir. I appreciate the confidence in a strange woman you just met, <laughs> but I do not have single training, and I I do not have the ability to do that. <laughs> but it, it was really fun. Uh, at the beginning, like a few couple hours they didn't know what to do with me. I didn't know what to do with them. But then we just kind of chilled out and mm-hmm. ha- and hung out. They're a really funny group group of guys. They are, they are guys who hang out with each other a lot. Yep. And that I feel like I learned that I very well. We can, most of us that work in the nudist room can relate to that on some level. Yeah. I think when you're you're around the same group of people, you kind of lose your mind a little bit. Yeah. And it was very obvious there wasn't a woman involved. Just. <laughs> Very manly things. Oh, of course. <laughs> so were, did you get to go to any calls that were related to unofficial? Uh, yes. We had uh, about three unofficial related calls. Um, the last one I didn't even know was technically unofficial related, but it was expected because that was the two-vehicle car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other two calls were essentially kind of involved with alcohol and the saw an individual not doing well. Right. Um, so that's kind of the calls responded to uh, the captain of the shift I was on, uh, Captain Blake Graven. Uh, he even mentioned that like 10 years ago, um, unofficial, there would be significant more calls about this to be uh, right along with. But this year was really calm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a little bit different being in 
you know, with paramedics than it was for the people who were with the police. How much of the parties and stuff did you even see? Uh, yeah, because they typically have medical student ride-alongs, the ride-alongs stay with the paramedics. Mm-hmm. Unlike with the cops, they have you stay in the car or beside the car. So I went up with the paramedics to, like, the back of the house where they had uh, someone sitting down. And the, the description, he was very drunk and probably should not be in this environment anymore mm-hmm. was what the call was about. And so I actually got to go along with them. So I saw a lot of it and it was also funny because I don't think any of them knew I was with the newspaper mm-hmm. because I was with the paramedics right so and they... like for procedure they also gave me gloves mm-hmm. so besides the fact that I didn't have a Charleston Fire Department shirt on I just kind of looked like a trainee yeah it's tagging like you're, you're along. working or whatever interesting so what was your what was kind of your perception of the parties based on this uh, Madeline is also new this year she's a transfer student but yes. you were at lakeland so it wasn't like you were yeah completely disconnected from yeah from i've stuff. never witnessed unofficial before uh parties college parties are not a new thing parties in general are not a new thing for me mm-hmm. but um unofficial was and it looked like a typical party i would see at lakeland at like 11 p.m yeah at like noon they were at the, like the 11 p.m party level Mm -hmm. uh, because it's an all-day thing Um, and like the Lakeland parties it was like one of those things where this would be fun for a couple of hours and then I'd leave this is not multiple hours on end Uh, it looked like a mixture of people having a good time and a mixture of people who needed an ambulance ride or a ride with a friend and to go home Uh, it was really funny though um because it's been so long because of COVID that I was ever at a party with people who were drunk. Um, to interact with drunk people, that's always really funny to, to me. It's always really funny just to see how people let loose and everything. Mm-hmm. And I actually had one man um, for the uh, disposable medical gloves. Uh, the smallest size they had is medium and they were black, whereas the large ones were blue and that's what the paramedics wore. And I wore the black ones. And there's just one guy who just walked by on the sidewalk as I was following them. And he just said, I like the black gloves. They're much better than the blue. I would know I'm a medical professional. And without missing a beat, his friend behind him went, no, you effing ain't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, I, it sounds like you had an actually like pretty good day. Yeah, no one. I didn't get yelled at. Mm-hmm. I was I was undercover. They had no idea who I was. You could you could do investigative journalism this way. I could. You just blend in. I mean, I did have to sign a uh, agreement with HIPAA violations. Right. So that was that was another thing. That, that was, was a different. different thing also from the cops that I had, because I was part of medical calls. Um, I uh, I abided by HIPAA law or rules as well so I signed a waiver explaining that I understood that and I wouldn't record or repeat any private information that I learned through this from a news perspective that basically pretty much the only thing that would have changed was like taking photos or video yes that would be kind of almost the difference there were uh extra information that was added like that I overheard on the ambulance ride mm-hmm. where it would just be like a reporting situation that's off the record information right um but there's we, just the news yeah. we, you know people we're not gonna be reporting people's independent like yeah i don't i don't care anyway. what her pulse is yeah that's i don't, I don't care think what anybody her, does to be honest yeah like unless she's from like 
China, I don't care where she lives. Um, <laughs> yeah. And even China, that would just be like, oh. Oh, transfer student. Yeah. yeah. You know, international student. Cool. Yeah, that's interesting. That yeah. would be the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for telling me about your weekend. It was, uh, you know, something something positive to break up. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I texted you guys and I was just like, other people on unofficial are getting drunk. Yeah. Having to go to a hospital and an ambulance. And I'm having movie night with CFD. Pretty good time. Yep. Thank you again. Thank you.